everyone, and welcome back to Never I should be a sound effect artist. <coughs> but I'd probably do that every time I did any type of noise. Yes, welcome back. Hey, hey, hey. There's an actual thunderstorm happening outside, like bad thunderstorm. And I'm just in here chilling. We are chilling. So, yeah. I won't lie. This is definitely me when I'm driving. <laughs> That's a very niche joke. I won't lie. This is definitely me when I'm driving. Anyway. Um, I won't lie. I've already filmed this podcast. And I just... I didn't even rewatch it. Before I knew. I didn't... I mean, I didn't have to rewatch it to know... That it was a complete disaster. It was a disaster. Uh, because I got maybe five minutes of sleep last night. Happy birthday. And I was like, I got up at like seven o'clock this morning, didn't really sleep. And, you know, when you're like, okay, I can do this. I can go about my day normally. I don't feel tired. When you actually sit down in front of a camera and try to turn your thoughts into words with 0.0 sleep, it's... It's a mess. It's a complete and utter disaster. And I just knew. Even in the middle of it, I was like, um, what did I just say? I mean, sometimes I do that even if I've gotten eight plus hours of sleep. But it just really gets a lot worse if, if I haven't gotten any sleep. The storms are brewing outside. I'm like, I should probably be taking shelter right now, but I'm not, um, no, it's okay, but, um, yeah, I didn't sleep well last night, my niece slept over, we had a little sleepover party, it was super fun, though, it was definitely worth it, and I slept on the couch, and I've slept on the couch before, but, you know, sleeping on the couch just doesn't hit the same as your bed, and, yeah, I was just, I was trying to sleep on the couch, and I, we had watched, um, Jurassic World, and then I had a nightmare, I guess I was, like, half asleep, I don't know how I could have, I just kept thinking about it, I guess, because I really do not remember actually being in my room, like, I don't think I really slept, and... I kept thinking about snakes and baby snakes, and it was no point. So, yeah, I was having nightmares and not sleeping at the same time, if that even happens. Um, so, yeah, but it was worth it. It was definitely worth it. It was super fun. Got the air mattress out in the living room. I love an air mattress sleepover. I love it. When I used to go to sleepovers... 
as a kid, we would all take our little um, sleeping bags and we'd all sleep like on the floor or something. It was so fun. And even though you wouldn't get, you know, that sleep that just hits, it was still, it was so worth it. It was so worth it. I remember watching the peak, the peak. I remember this girl in my class and she had the best sleepover. At least in my mind, I remember it being just awesome. Like she invited like all of the girls in our class because we had a really small class and we were all like lined up in our sleeping bags pretty sure this was around my Bratz sleeping bag era and we lined up all of our sleeping bags we watched sleepover at the sleepover everything and then the next morning her mom made us orange cinnamon rolls like orange flavored cinnamon rolls it was everything like girl if you're out there I remember that and it was it was top-notch sleepover. That's the one that sticks out in my mind. I don't know. It was just so fun. I love sleepovers with like eight people. It's super fun. I'm sure the parents... <gasps> See, now I'm like at the age where I'm like, the parents must have been like, absolutely get out of my house as soon as possible. Absolutely get out of my house. But, you know, it... I guess... Me remembering that will help me, like, when I'm a parent, to be like, okay, it may be stressful for me, but this is a core memory for these children. So, that's what you have to remember. You know, you try to keep a little bit of your child mindset. So, yeah, that was super fun. I just loved birthday parties as a kid. They were just so wholesome and fun and not a care in the world, and yeah, it was just really fun, um, and yeah, speaking of birthday parties, okay, I will go ahead and bring this up, I just saw this, like, a few hours ago on TikTok, I can't do it anymore, like, I actually can't do it, I can't do it, this girl, I didn't I didn't save the TikTok or anything, but she was basically like and it didn't have it wasn't like a viral TikTok. It was like one of those random TikToks that shows up on your for you page with like 40 likes and you're like, "Okay, is this like really for me?" Thanks. I guess it was. But yeah, I don't want to like post show show her name if you know. She probably doesn't she probably doesn't know what she's she was probably a teenager. Anyway, she posted a TikTok and she was like, it was a sound that was like, I'm a hater or something. It was just things that you hate on or things that you don't like. And she said, when someone age 25 and over has streamers and balloons at their party... And she was saying, like, ew, like, that, like, why are you doing that? <laughs> like, actually, what? and people were agreeing with her. And I'm like, what? 
she didn't look that much younger than me. I mean, she's probably a teenager, but like, I turned 25 this year. I like, I don't, if you're 25 and over, you can't have streamers at your birthday party. <laughs> They're like, ew, like you are actually geriatric. You are just, you are too old for that. They think you actually just become you you should be put in a nursing home if you're 25 and over. That's what these people think. And I'm like, I don't know if it's just me being bitter because I'm older, but 25 is not old. And I'm like, so if you're 25 and over, you shouldn't celebrate your birthday? <laughs> oh, like... I know people who've turned like 80 and you're like, you decorate for your birthday party. What's the problem with that? I'm scared for our youth. All I have to do, though, is just tell myself they're going to be old one day. They're going to realize that that is incorrect. And <laughs> I was so shocked and then someone commented on it and was like yeah and crop tops hello so once you turn 25 you should be wearing cold water creek solely cold water creek go to bonworth go to JCPenney, women's section, and get your clothes. You're not allowed to shop at Forever 21. You're not allowed to shop at Urban. You're not allowed to shop these places. You're too old. Ew. Ew. So, I guess next year, or this year, it's like in like six months when I turn 25, it's going to be like... Sorry, guys, we're not allowed to celebrate my birthday because I'm decrepit. So, I guess we should just, like, have a little tea or something. I don't know. Maybe, like, go to Outback. I don't know. But no decorations. That's for teens only. 24 and only. 24 and under only. <laughs> I was so, I was honestly, I wasn't offended, obviously, because I thought it was funny, but it's like, what? What? <laughs> um, anyway, maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just me. Maybe it hit a little bit too close to home for me, but. Like, I'm still wearing crop tops. I'm so sorry. I don't wear crop tops that much, but when it's hot and I want to look cute, I'm going to wear a crop top. Even though I'm going to be 25 soon. I'm so sorry. <gasps> That's one of my biggest pet peeves is when teens and, like, younger people 
are like, if you're this old, you shouldn't be doing this. I mean, there are obviously certain things that aren't age appropriate that you shouldn't be doing, but like stuff like having a birthday party and putting up streamers uh, is, I don't know where, I don't know where her mind was going. Like, I don't know where she got that from. Where did she grab that info? I don't know. I just thought it was so funny. But, yeah. And what was another thing? I saw someone talking about an ick that they had. And, oh, someone said that um, they, they, like, said this long scenario. It was basically, um... If you want to get the ick from a guy, if you want to, like, get over him, then think about him raising his hand ask, and wanting to ask a question and no one ever calling on him and him looking around being, like, just, like, raising his hand and no one ever answering him. <laughs> I thought that was a good one, honestly. Because one for me, I, I don't know, I, I feel like this is probably common, but... It's probably not common. I don't need to say it's common. But I've seen it and I'm like, ooh. But I do the exact same thing. And I'm sure if someone saw me do it, it would be embarrassing. But one of the icks that I get is when I see like a a guy. Like a, I don't really mind it when it's, I mean, okay. When a guy like around my age, I guess. When I see them at a concert and they're like jumping, trying to like reach the person or they're like, yeah, like men being fans of musicians and freaking out over them. <laughs> Maybe that's just me like projecting my insecurities and like knowing that people made fun of me for doing that maybe that's an issue that I have but it's just so just seeing a guy at a concert and being like like when I first saw that was at because most of the concerts I've been to was like 99.9% girls but at hangout it was like probably about half and half guys and girls but when people would be on stage and I'd see guys like, yeah, yeah, and like trying to like reach them. I'm like, no, no, no. like, why are you a fan of someone? Like, that doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Like, this is for girls only. This is for girls only. I think I'm just so used to like, One Direction concerts and, like, boy band concerts and it just all being girls, like, yes! But then seeing a guy do it, I'm like, wait. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I don't, like, guys at, um, sports things is, you know, sometimes you see them, like, fully decked out like the paint and everything and I'm like mm, that's a bit much I mean in high school it's fine like I don't in high school I was like okay sure but like grown men painting themselves you know we've had the debate of 
people making fun of girls for being huge fans of boy bands and, you know, singers. But that, but the guys at the same time are like huge fans of sports people or like freaking out over teams and stuff. I'm like, it's the same thing. It's basically the same thing. So I don't see how they can hate on us for being directioners when they're over there painting their bodies green and wearing cheese on their head. Okay. That was a Green Bay reference, in case you didn't know. That was the first team I thought of. But, yes. It's the 50th podcast. I didn't even say anything about it, but that's a a big milestone. Took me a while to get here, so that's great. I'm, you know, I guess I'm proud of myself. We'll pat ourselves on the back. You should pat yourself on the back for going through this with me. Because I know it couldn't have been easy. I know it couldn't have been easy. But, yeah, hopefully more to come. Well, there will be more to come. I'm like, hopefully more to come? Maybe not. But, yeah, I know I've taken, like, little breaks in between and things like that. I'm just try- still trying to figure it out. Even though I've already done 50, that sounds like a lot. But for a podcast, I've seen people, like, episode 375. And I'm like, ooh. Wow, because that's, you know, if you think of 50 episodes, that's 50 weeks, which is almost a year, and, you know, 300-something episodes, that's a lot of years that I can't count at the moment, so, yes, um, oh, so, as I said, I stayed up basically all night, I just, you know, couldn't sleep. And I was thinking back, I was like, I used to want to stay up all night. I used to plan nights where I was like, please, can I like just stay up all night? I just want to stay up all night. Now I'm like, I can't function. I cannot function. And I don't know, I guess because, like, in school and everything, you know, you have to go to bed early, and you're never awake during those hours, so you're just curious about what life is like during those hours. It's not, even though there's nothing happening, like, literally everyone is asleep, and you're just kind of, you know, sitting there. I'm, I'm basically living childhood maze dreams right now considering that, you know, I stay up all hours of the night sometimes, and, you know, I I don't know, like, I don't think I've ever looked forward to being like, yes, I'm staying up all night. I'm more like, oh, I gotta finish this because I procrastinated, so I actually have to stay up all night, but then once it hits, like, 6 a.m., I'm like, I actually cannot do this, and I have to sleep, for a little while, but then I end up sleeping too late, and then I get behind. That's how I feel about staying up all night now. Like, and I'll drink, oh my goodness, it's usually if I'm editing a video or something, and I'm like, oh, I would like to put it up tomorrow, and I'll, you know, stay up and edit it, and I'll have coffee, and snacks and stuff and I'm like it's 4 a.m 
this cannot be good. This can't be good. I don't do it all the time. It's probably like once every month, maybe once every like two or three weeks where it gets to that point to where I'm like, oh, I would, there is a part of me that's like, I want to stay up all night, but like, it just doesn't hit like it used to. And when I did, when, like, my parents would actually let me stay up all night, then I would not stay up all night. I'd fall asleep at, like, 3 a.m. And I'd be like, no, not for me. Not for me. Anyways, <laughs> I remember there was one time where I was, like, trying to stay up all night. And I was like, I'm drinking orange juice at 2 a.m. This is crazy. Like... Y'all should call someone because this isn't crazy. But so, <laughs> yeah. I love how everything was just so new. And, you know, you just, when you get older, you just realize it's not all it's, um, not all you thought it would be. But at the same time, it is. You know? We love existential crises. Um, but I got up today at like 7 a.m. And we were watching Mr. Beast at 7 a.m. And there were snakes in the Mr. Beast episodes. I don't know if that was just me like knowing what the future would hold. It was the, it was his... Um, escape room episode, episode, uh, video, basically an episode because costs like a million dollars, but it was, I don't think I had watched that one. I watch Mr. Beast, you know, every now and then I'm like, put on a little Mr. Beast, put on a little Mr. Beast and I'll sit and watch it and it's. I was thinking about it, and I was like, he is getting all age range, all, like, a huge age range of people, from, like, small children to full-grown adults watching his videos, which is pretty admirable, honestly, but I feel like I have to be in a certain mood to watch a Mr. Beast video. If I'm, like, You've got to be, like, a little bit hyped up to watch a Mr. Beast video because, like, all of his videos start with, this is how you win a million dollars. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. But I know that he's trying to, like, I watched uh, an interview with him. I don't know if I've talked about this, that I watched this. I feel like I can't remember who I say things to. But I watched um, an interview with him where he was just talking about how he works on his channel just like 24-7. He has all these people working for him. He, he mentors people to get them more views. And like he just knows the algorithm and how to get people to watch and to keep watching. A big part of... YouTube is to keep people watching your video because watch time is really important because if someone starts your video and then 
stops watching it after 30 seconds, it's not really going to do much for you. It's not going to really help um, monetization-wise. And just, you want people to just keep watching your video. Um, and he was just talking about that. And I was like, I've spent the entire time that I've been on YouTube trying to balance it is a, it's a it's a tough balance um between just making videos just for fun just because you like it and also being on the business side of it and trying to be smart about it at the same time because if you're too just like, I'm just going to do what I want and not even think about what other people want to see, that could not be great for you. And at the same time, if you're too methodic methodical, is that the word, about it? Oh, he's a baby. There's a baby crying outside. If you're too, you know, methodical about it, then people can see that. And some people may not like that. And it kind of comes across as like you're using your viewers. So there's this constant like trying to balance that. I think, yeah, I think a lot of YouTubers do that. But it was, it's so weird to see someone just talk about the business side of it and be like, yeah, I do this to get people to watch longer and you've got to have this in the middle of the video and all this. I'm like, hello? Because I was like, I'd like to be mentored by Mr. Beast. But at the same time, he's more... There are so many different types of YouTubers and influencers. Like there are people that are known for one thing like, one certain thing, there are people who it's, like, their personality, they're a personality, and then there are people who make viral videos, like, all of their videos are trying to get viral, and I feel like he's more in that category, where he's, like, a viral video maker, and it's not necessarily him as the he's not like the main part of it. It's like the video. It's like, oh, I want to see this video. It's not like, I want to see him do this, which some people may, you know, but that's like, I don't know. I, I think my goal personally, like he's, he's making bank and you kind of have to decide whether you want it to be, like, your personality, like, you as a quote-unquote personality, or if you want to just make viral videos and get a lot of views. I mean, you can kind of do both, but you kind of have to choose, because once you start making these viral videos, then it's kind of more about the videos and not about you, which is fine if that's, like, what you want to do, but more personality-based videos, people are going to, are watching it to see you experiencing the thing that you're doing in the video, if that makes any sense. And what was the other category? I had three categories. 
I don't remember what the first category was. Hello. But, yeah, it's... There's a lot to, like, think about with that. Because someone that I remember doing that, um, that kind of, like, switched over to that was Ryan Trahan. I've been watching his videos for a long time, and he did, like, more vlog-type videos, I guess you would say. Um, and then he kind of switched over to more viral-type videos, and now he gets so many views on his videos, and, it, but then me personally, I don't watch, I watch more personality type people, um, that's just me personally, but, um, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Because there are people that I've followed for years that I still keep up with that have kind of just stayed the same throughout the years. Like Sarah Baska, Brittany Broski. Um, I'm starting to follow like some people on TikTok. For a while I was like, I don't want to follow influencers on TikTok. Like, no. But then I started following... Like, some that I like their personalities and, I like, just want to see what they're up to. So, I guess that's, like, the new place where you can kind of be more of, like, a personality type person. I don't know. I love moms on TikTok, though. There are some that I don't enjoy, but there are a few that I'm just like, I love you. I love you and your baby. I love you. So, yeah. Anyway. So, let's see. Oh, okay. I guess we'll talk about this. And then I'll go. Um, so, I watched this movie called... What was it called? My Best Friend's Wedding. And I had never seen it before. It's kind of a... I would say it's a classic movie. And... I watched it and I was like, wait. I didn't know what to expect in the movie. And I guess I was expecting it to be, from the title, I was expecting it to be a girl and her friend and, you know, her best friend gets married. Like, I thought it was, like, two girlfriends, like, and her friend gets married to this guy and, like, she's just all alone left, you know, whatever. But it was a very, it was a thought-provoking movie. For me, for some reason. I guess because when I watched it, I was kind of in a down mood. I was kind of like, I'm so, like, alone. Like, let's watch a cute movie. (laughs) And I was like, I've never seen this. This looks super cute. And it made me have an existential crisis. And I went to watch analysis videos on it after. You know it's bad when you go to watch those analysis videos. Um... And so basically, this movie's been out for a long time, so I guess spoiler alert if you don't want to know, but you know. Um, So basically, this girl is friends with this guy, and 
they used to date, but it didn't work out between them. But they're still, like, besties. And he calls her and is like, hey, I'm engaged and getting married in, like, two weeks or so. And she's like, oh, okay. And then she kind of realizes, oh, I have feelings for him. I am actually in love with him. I think he's still in love with me, too. I need to get him back. They cannot get married. And basically the whole movie is her and the guy's fiance makes her her maid of honor. And so she's basically with her a lot with the guy and his um, fiance a lot because she's, you know, helping with the wedding. And, um, she's basically trying to sabotage their relationship, trying to just make sure that this wedding does not happen. And she goes to very extreme lengths to try to make this not happen, like doing not okay things. And... The longer the movie was gone, I was like, is she going to end up with him after doing this? After doing all of this? Whoa, girlie. And at the end, she doesn't end up with him. And I was so worried that she was going to end up with him. But he, I think he still deep down kind of loved her in a way and they both loved each other but it was just it was kind of it was giving it's too late I'm already engaged I actually really love this woman and I can't just break her heart like that you know I, I'm, I'm still in love with her I still love you but I love her and it was like I've gotten over you or like, I've put that behind me, and now I'm moving on with this other woman. And she's kind of like, <laughs> thanks. And it was just, I don't know. I had never seen a movie, like, like pan out like that, really. Um, especially... Uh, light-hearted rom-com type movie um but it was just it made me think I was like whoa so that does happen sometimes where it's just like you're just too like she I guess she didn't really realize it or she thought that he would come around at some point and she was just not being proactive she was just kind of like okay well we're like I don't she or she didn't realize that she loved him until she couldn't have him you know because that can happen sometimes and it was just too late for both of them and you could tell that they had something between them but he was just he had just moved on to this other girl. And it was actually kind of, even though she was just not, what she was doing in the movie was like not chill. 
it was still kind of heartbreaking to watch. It was like, whoa. Because I think that's pretty, I think it was pretty realistic. Um, And, you know, you've heard the debate of people being like, the timing wasn't right. Like, they were right for each other, but the timing wasn't right. And I've never really, I've never really believed that. But this movie made me rethink that. I was like, wait. But you don't know what happens after that. You don't know if she, you know, she could find someone even better down the line. And there was like an alternate ending to the movie where she does, where, you know, she doesn't end up with him, but she's at the wedding and a guy, like this cute guy comes up to her and is like, hey, you want to dance? And they cut that out of the movie because I think they had, you know, a screening where they showed people the movie and they, they didn't like that ending. They were like, I don't think she should end up with anyone. So at the end, she just ends up dancing with her guy friend and that's it. And they're like, we're alone, but it's okay, you know. And that was a good ending. I liked that ending. It maybe wasn't the happily ever after type ending, but I'd like to rewatch it. Maybe I'll watch it tonight. And make myself really sad again. But I just thought it was just really realistic and kind of, you know, a different take on that. Because. I've always liked the movie um, Maid of Honor, which is basically the same thing, but he ends up with the girl. But I wish, like, because I was like, why is she doing all of this stuff? Because, I don't know, I just, I've thought so much about this movie for some reason. She was trying all of these things. She was like you know, really sabotaging, like, going to such great lengths to sabotage their relationship, and I was like, why is she going about it in this way, and I was thinking, like, if she really loved him, like, she says she does, and, like, she's telling everyone that she does, then I don't think she would have done that. Maybe, maybe love makes you crazy things sometimes, but I thought, why is she, like, trying to make his fiance look so bad and lying to him, you know, just doing all of these awful things if she really loves him? She could have gone about it. If she really wanted to, like, try to get him back, then... She could have gone about it in the way of, like, look how great I am type of thing. Like, don't you remember how great we were together? Or, like, just kind of trying to show him that, too. But she never did that. She she just made herself look so bad that it would have been a bad ending if they had ended up together. But, yeah, it was just like, did she really love him in the first place? 
you know, she's trying to sabotage his happiness, but maybe she thought, oh, he couldn't possibly be happy with her. He'd have to be happy with me. I don't know. Hopefully you even know what I'm talking about in the slightest, because if you haven't seen the movie, I don't know if this is even making any sense. I would recommend go, go, going to watch it. I think it's on Netflix is where I watched it. So, um, yeah, that's my movie recommendation. Should I do, like, everyone does this, though, like, movie and song recommendations, but I kind of want to do one, kind of want to do a recommendation. Okay, so that's my movie recommendation, and then you can go watch analysis videos about it on YouTube and think about it for weeks, and song. What's a song? Me when zero of y'all are going to go listen to music I recommend because mm, I, I can't tell if I have good or bad music taste. I don't, it's so random though. Okay. Let's see. I'll, I'll say a few things that I've been listening to. Um, it's so embarrassing. Like, my liked songs. Oh, no. I've been jamming to Electrical Storm by U2. I'm a U2 stan. We love U2. That's a great song. Um, Wicked Game by Chris Isaac. A little throwback. And then... Um... Let's see. I like, I've been listening to Maggie Rogers. I really like her. Light On by Maggie Rogers is a really good song. I think it played at the end of Tall Girl, the movie. And I was like, wait, this song is so good. And then I went to listen to it and loved it. So, yes. Okay, well, thanks for listening for 50 episodes. Even if this is the first one, thank you too. Um, Yeah, I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye, 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 bye.